Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to the Seamless Garage Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie G, and on this episode, I sit down with DJ and we discuss how to negotiate. I think everybody should learn this skill. It's very important that you know this skill. Um, You'll use it all the time throughout life, not just from buying things, but also from selling things, Um, just trying to get leverage on things. Uh, it's always it's always good to have this uh, skill. DJ's one of the best uh, at it, in my opinion, that I that I know, and I learned a lot from him. So, so we sit down and discuss that. Then also, uh, I bring up an idea. So wait till the end. I have an idea um, that we're gonna do. Uh, basically, it's gonna be a giveaway. So be sure to listen to the end so you can check that out and see what that's all about. But yeah, so without further ado, let's get into it. Who said run it back, Mathedal? Yeah, I believe. Oh, so now he's talking about it. See, he wasn't talking about it at first. But I, what I think happened is that he got tired of hearing everybody go, oh, well. Well, right after the fight, he said that he'll run it back. So, I mean, it well, needs to be run right back. No, no, he did. But did you not listen to the, did you not listen? Like, you don't ever watch the, the post-fight press conference. Either. Sometimes. He wasn't talking about it, dude. They were asking, and he yeah. was like, he's like, well, maybe Because he had time to think. Yeah. He wasn't thinking right after the fight. He was like, ah, oh, well, maybe later. He's like, I got other yeah. options now. I was like, nah, bro. You, you gotta need to run, run it back. You need to run it back if you want to be the true champ. Um. So yeah, but anyway, like, man, try to get these videos going, bro. Like it's it's a uh, it's a uh, like I'm learning a new software, yeah. DaVinci Resolve. Yeah, you just got that, didn't you? Yeah, and I'm and I'm and I'm figuring it out, and it's like way more helpful than what you get on just Windows. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm yeah. using like Movie Editor or something like that. Yeah. This is definitely way better. Um, yeah, I just got to figure out all the little things. Yeah, once you learn it, you'll be good. I, I feel like we're behind. Like, um, we're just a little bit behind on videos because it's, it's me doing it. So, yeah. um, we got the K-Swap update, which is just a suspension one. Yeah. Because um, I want to kind of keep content going. So, we got the suspension one coming up. That one's going to be released I have all soon. the radiator parts at the house now besides the radiator. It'll Man. be in next week, so... So yeah, so upper and lower radiator hose and all that. Yeah. I've got a hose in my truck that I think we're gonna use for the bypass for the heater. All right. Yeah, I think it'll. Yeah, work. I don't have a hose for that. So if you got that. Yeah, I think it'll work. We'll we'll make it work. The um, um, the top the upper radiator hose came in yesterday. So man. we got the fan, the upper and the lower and the feet neck. Bro, we're almost there. We're almost yeah. there. We got man. the fuel rail in finally. Bro, it's so beautiful. I it is, it man. Short Just those little touches, bro. It's beautiful, bro. Those little touches. Um, so yeah, yeah we got the case. Because that's like the main piece. The fuel rail is like one of the eye catchers when you open the hood. It really is. It stands out. It's that. It's the valve cover. Intake man. Like I think we're doing it right because the engine's gonna sit alone. You know, yeah. like the engine bay is gonna be there, but yeah. you're gonna be focused on the engine. Um, that fuel pressure regulator is nice in there. I emailed Hybrid and, and um, asked them if they had an intake for my car. They don't do them for the EF chassis, so 
Right. Makes sense. Because their intakes are made out of like silicone to mm. make the air as cool as possible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the look of them, and I just figured it would match everything else that's hybrid in the car. Right. Man, we can we can fab it up. Some stuff. Ones, we so. can fab it up, and we can come up with some interesting stuff, yeah. man, for an intake. We can. I, w- I want to do a short rim because I don't trust, man. As much as it rains around here, yeah, I don't want rainwater getting all in the intake. No, I don't blame you. It does rain. It floods pretty bad around yeah, here. Yeah, and then the holes we got around here. Yeah. Full of water. You yeah. get one of them and it's going right in. A buddy of mine just hydro-locked his WRX, man. Yeah? Yeah, through a rod. That's terrible. <laughs> just the other day in that, that big storm that happened yeah. the first thing in the morning. Yeah, that would break my heart, yeah. bro, if we get her built and then... No, man. We're not letting that happen. Something dumb like that happen. Like, we're not letting that happen, bro. We're just we're taking precautions, yeah. man. These are our babies. We built them. even put a... Uh, one of them screens they put over the filters on there to keep yes. dust in the exactly like I think I think um, there's a different respect for like like something you buy yeah you have a different respect for something you build yeah man. like you're like uh uh-uh. uh we're gonna take care of every part yeah. of this thing like this ain't happening we spent too much yeah. money for this to happen yeah um but just real quick got we got that K SWAT video come out with the which oh, man when did we record that like a month ago it's been a minute yeah because. Over a month. I went out of town one weekend. We took a few weeks off. Yeah, I'm taking a break because we've been grinding yeah, on that yeah. car. Um, so I got that one, and then uh, I don't want to spoil everything, but I got a video coming out about us um, doing the, uh, like, we we found something wrong with the engine, right? You know, like, yeah. we found, like let's not give it away, but, like, we found something wrong with the engine, and so we're gonna show that and um, a couple other things. I feel like there's something else we have recorded, um, but in this in this case swap video, the second one, the episode two with the suspension, I kind of explain how I'm trying to get better at bringing the camera along because yeah. like I'll start recording and then we don't finish. Like we we didn't record yeah. the San Antonio trip at all except yeah. for the one first part. So. Fourteen hours of driving. Yeah, yeah, man. So so we got that video coming out and then we got. The, and then we got a video coming out about the us going and getting that sweet deal that I got. Yeah. Um, which is what this podcast is going to mainly be about. This episode is going to be about about negotiating and doing deals. Oh yeah. So, but man, that was a sweet deal. I'm not going to spoil it, but all I'm going to say is that the talent is going to be running sooner than planned. Yeah. Can't wait for that, man. She's going to be going. Both of us. Both of us are going to be mobbing, bro. This summer. Like, we're literally... By the end of summer, at least. By the end of summer. Which will be fine, man. I got to thinking, man, on mine, all I need is the conversion for the cable to hydro on the clutch. Mm -hmm. Axles and a clutch. Clutch and flywheel. And then the shifter cables and shifter, which ain't nothing. Right. But not many parts, and then the axles. You don't need anything for it to run. Besides a clutch and flywheel. I'm saying for it to run. Oh, yeah, yeah, you need a flywheel to get it started. Yeah, that's another story. Yeah, if we had had the flywheel on there, we could fire it up. Yeah, we could fire it up. We got the ECU, we could upload a little tune on there. Yeah, a little flash tune. Um, a little bass tune, we, like we could probably run it right now, um, like that, like you, like you were saying, if we had the flywheel, 
because um, you can run a little bit without a without a radiator, you know. Just, yeah. You don't want to overheat. Just for a second. Yeah. Just to see if it's gonna run. Um, are you planning on putting a? Are we gonna put an AFR on it, like an air fuel ratio? Yeah. 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 I so. Yeah. You know how to wire that in. Yeah, we'll wire that in. Uh, that'll go into your dash too. Well, we can. Yeah. You can either do a dash. We'll get a little pod. We'll yeah. Set it up somehow. Oh, yeah. Man, that that dash is gonna be sweet. The the thing for me is location. I don't know where to locate it. I don't know exactly where I want it at yet, but we'll get that and then um oil pressure gauge and stuff like that. But yeah, we'll play I with. I believe that. the digital dash should have all that on there. Right, it will. But like, if you're like me, certain things I want the oil pressure and air fuel ratio. I want separate. on a gauge separate right there to where I got right. it. Because oil pressure is real important, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, that's a solid connection. Like, yeah. you're literally, like, reading pressure. Yeah. So, you want oil pressure. But, but like you said, really, the, the dash will take care of everything. Yeah. But we'll have a separate one. If you ever run turbo, we'll get a little boost gauge and a couple other things. One of these days, maybe. I don't know, man. I like the idea of all motor. I do too, man. Not because it's their fastest, because they're not, but it's just a Honda deal I like. And they sound good. All motor Hondas because everybody, sound good. I'm not trying to be the fastest person. It, turbo would be nice if that's what I was trying to do. Right. Because why turbo your car if you don't want to be faster than everybody? Right. So, that's the whole point, right? Yeah. Now, I get you, but like there's something respectable about going all motor and like yeah. just maxing it out. You know what I mean? Trying yeah. to get as much power as possible out of all motor. Just the engine by itself. Mm -hmm. Yep. There's something about having that feeling like this motor's maxed out. Yeah. Right? This is all, this everything's is, been done. It, 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 it's doing everything it can. Yeah. Like it's maxed out. Now, if you throw a turbo on it, it'll do a lot more, yeah. obviously. But yeah. I'm not trying to be. Just the fast. I just want something to cruise. No, bro, it's gonna scream. It's gonna have enough power for me to cruise. It's gonna scream. It's gonna shock some people, bro. Yeah. As light as it is. Well, let's get into it, man. Let's talk about some negotiating, man. Let's yeah. Talk about it, cause uh, I haven't done any in a while, man. You're the one getting them deals. Man, getting the deals. Yeah, I'm gonna let the cow out of the bag just cause I'm gonna tell that story, but, but uh. Before all of this, I just, I felt like I would just, um, somebody offer me, like, give me a price, like, give me a price, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. here, because I want it, right, like, yeah. I want it, there was not, like, to me, there wasn't a, even, like, I grew up watching Pawn Stars and stuff, but, like, yeah. it never crossed my mind to haggle, I always felt like I was being the dirt bag, if yeah. I was haggling, I was like, like, who are you to ask for less than what they're offering, yeah. you know what I mean? And then, uh, but I, but I remember, like, man, you gotta tell them, like, when we were growing up, you were always doing deals like that, <laughs> always. Like you were, not you were not gonna give somebody what they were asking for their stuff yeah. ever. Like you, you can, know you can, because then they win every time. And I'm not in the business of you win. Yeah, fair deals are all right sometimes, but I mean, if that person knows exactly what they have and the value of it. And they're willing to take a ridiculous offer that I offer. I don't feel bad about that because you already know what you have. Right. So, I mean, whatever. Yeah. I'm winning. Yeah, you're winning. And there's people out there that know exactly what it's worth. 
they're just willing to take less because they want to get rid of it or whatever reason they have. They want so, the fast cat, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I, I look for them people because I don't like, nobody likes doing people wrong because then you will feel bad. But yeah. if they know that it's worth way more than what they're selling it for, right? then let me win. Right. Yeah. So with that being said, like, have you ever gotten into a negotiation where you're like, well, wait a minute, this guy clearly doesn't know what he's got and it's like let me let him know that like I've had people give me way more for stuff I was selling than what I thought it was worth but they wanted it so bad they were willing to give me whatever you asked yeah Yeah. because anytime I post something for sale like on my boats or guns or whatever I always go way over which I believe everybody does that everybody you look at on marketplace or wherever everything they have listed is going to be, you know they're coming off the price. Right. It doesn't matter if they say firm, because if they... Firm or not, that's just a word they're throwing out there. That's just a word they're throwing Don't out there, so me. you won't try to... Or no lowballers, right? No yeah. lowballers. So, like, that's the first... Like, so, that's the first thing you need to understand is if you're selling something or you're buying something, that their original price... Is not their final price. It's not the final price, and it shouldn't be your final price if you're selling something... You need to overdo it. That yep. way you got room to have yep. it. That way they think they're winning, right? Yep. If you're selling. You got to. I mean, that's... I believe that everyone that's done any kind of negotiating, even, even if you haven't done much, you know that. That's... Right. That's common knowledge. Right. Makes sense. Makes even sense. Even, like, at the pawn shops, they do the same thing. Yeah, so that's the other thing I was going to ask you, man. I've, I, I've always wanted to ask you, but I always forget is there places like I'm gonna I'm gonna go crazy like kind of go drastic with it but are, is there places where like like because it, it doesn't ring a bell to me what I'm trying to say is where do you know that you can negotiate and where do you know that you can't like clearly you can't walk up to a Walmart store clerk and go you can't go to academy and try to talk them down on right or but like around. you say a pawn shop and like when I think I'm like okay they have a tag on there but you negotiate yeah. with people at pawn yeah. shops? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because you got to think, 90% of the stuff in a pawn shop's used. Right. And 100% of the time, they didn't give nowhere near what it's worth. Right. 100% of the time. That's why people that don't need money don't go to the pawn shop. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to get what your stuff's worth. You're not going to get near that. Right. The only reason people that have money go to the pawn shops is if they need money just for a short amount of time they got the money, they know they got the money to pay it back. Right. Because any other way you're getting ripped off. I mean, that's they're in the business to make money. Right. They don't mind robbing people. Right. <laughs> they don't mind how you feel or if you're losing a thousand, two thousand dollars on this deal. As long as they're winning, that's all they care about. Right. They're ruthless. Yeah, they're ruthless, <laughs> man. They really are. Yeah. And like like for instance, let's say they give you two hundred bucks for Let's say they give you two hundred bucks and you put a thousand dollar guitar up for Hawk, and uh, you pay off one ninety of it, but you just can't pay that last ten dollars off. You've They've lost. got the, almost all their money back, and now they're about to sell it. They're winning. That's yep. how they stay in business. Yep. I mean, so you can negotiate there. Oh, I'm, yeah. tr- I'm trying to think of some places that I would think you couldn't negotiate, but you can. My deal is, I've learned this even on the engine for the car. Remember? Yeah. That was a. A professional outfit that you think they got their own website and they got their prices. Yeah, I'm thinking there's no way you can talk them down. Right. 
And then I thought, well, it doesn't hurt to ask. <laughs> the only thing a person can say to you is no. Yeah. It, it, if they say no, you didn't lose anything. If they say yes, you win. Yeah. So I actually made him. You can't talk lose. To him and, yeah. So I talked to him and just asked, will you take any less? He ended up paying for the shipping and took about a hundred less. So okay, I won on that deal. You I did because if shipping I'd have was... never said anything and been like everyone else, I bet he's never had anyone ask him, and he may have. Right. But I don't think it's very common for big outfits like that. Right. For people to try and jewel them down, especially when they're got their own website with the prices already listed. Yeah, and they can do whatever. They don't. They're not. There's no room for negotiating on the website. Right. It says nothing about it on there. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. So I think I'm going to go the other way with it. And I like, since I'm getting, you know, I'm learning about it, I think I'm just going to try everybody. You yeah, know what I mean? Just, I mean, just try. You you may make some people mad. Yeah. I've done it before. I right. Mean, but I mean, you're just asking, you know what I mean? What's their bottom if dollar? If you get mad at me, that's okay. I'm going to go home and go to bed. And tomorrow right. I'll find someone else will say yes. Right, 100%. So, like, before, I'm going to ask you some more questions, but I just want to t tell a little story that I remember about when we were kids, man. Uh, I don't know why it's so vivid in my head, but I'll never forget it. My mom was going to buy a car, and we were bored. I think it was the middle of the summer, and we were bored. My mom was going into town to Tyler, and, like, for us, when we were younger, it was like, okay, we want to go to town, you know? Yeah, we, we know. Oh, yeah. So, we were like, hey, mom, will you drop us off at the mall? Wow, you know, you go do your thing. And we didn't realize how long car deals take, man. Hours. Oh, yeah. So we were up there for like three, four hours, man. So we had ran out of money. And we had ran out of things to buy and do. We'd yeah. seen every store like five times. And I remember you were like, let's go up to the kiosks. Up to the uh, middle of the mall. Yeah. Uh, like the little jewelry, like the cheap jewelry places, yeah. you know. And you're like, bro, they'll they like they want so much for their stuff, but they'll take nothing. And I was yeah. like, whatever. And you're like, I'll show you. <laughs> DJ goes and picks the biggest, gaudiest uh, piece, fake, fake diamonds, fake diamonds, Turkey everything, green necklace, like the biggest one you can get. I think he wanted like I don't know. I can't. I'm gonna come up with a number, but I'm gonna say it was around two fifty. I imagine two fifty, three hundred. Prices are ridiculous. I think like. I, I, I wish I remember the details, but all I know is that you were ruthless with it, and you talked this guy down to like something like fifty bucks, maybe yeah. it was thirty. It was something absurd, and I, and I remember that. And I was like, dude, I was like, this guy can talk anybody down, man. Well, them them are easy. That's good practice to do stuff. Like That's what that. I'm saying. Yeah. Them guys are so easy because they've got maybe in a hundred dollar chain, they've probably got ten dollars in it. Right. So I mean. Yeah. But there's idiots that'll go up there and give them full price. Yeah. You know? I mean... I remember we didn't have... How many rich kids live in Tyler that go to the mall and want fake jewelry? You know, just throw, you, throw them whatever, yeah. yeah. Just the mom and daddy's they don't really care. So I don't... They don't understand the value. The, the, the time that, you know, you took to haggle them down, like somebody else is paying full price for yeah. it. So, all day. So they're day. not really losing. They're there all day, every day doing that. Right. That's their... Yeah. I mean, they're there every day. Um, but I remember like... 
you talked him way down, and then you're like, ah, I ain't got the money. And then we walked away, and he got mad, boy. He was mad at us. Yeah, you might make some people mad. Be running you out of the mall. Yeah, running us out. But I do remember we went back, and we got two little uh, cheap bracelets. Cause we thought we thought diamonds were cool. Well, we knew oh, they weren't yeah. diamonds, but we, you know, you know how we were back I in the day. I do remember that actually. Now that you say that, yeah, we, we got both, some little something. We got two little bracelets, the stretchy ones. That, like it looked like it was diamonds all the way around, yeah. but they were just you know cheap. Cheap junk. I wouldn't even say they were cubic zirconia. I think they were just plastic. I had no idea. But before we could get to the house, the di- like the diamonds were falling out of it. Like that's how cheap them. they were. But I just remember that, and I was like, man, this guy can yeah. negotiate. I was like, I never want to get in a bid war with this guy. I was in training. Yeah, you that's good training. training. Go mess with them people. Yeah, man. Like seriously, if 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 you're wondering about that art because it really is an art since DJ's been teaching me these things I have gotten some deals I got good teachers that's how I know just a little bit I don't know near as much as I know I know man but man I've learned so much from you I'm friends with the older people that have a lot of money so I mean that's how they got their money was doing stuff like that yeah you can yeah you get your money and then you gotta find a way to keep it right so you gotta you gotta be serious you gotta be that way like I remember, you were talking to uh, you were talking to uh, Big Steve, and he was like, he was like, three hundred dollars is a lot for me. Yeah, and uh, I mean that was what made her broke made her broke the deal, right on a car. Yeah, on the line. car. We went all the way up to Terrell. It's about an hour and a half drive, and yeah, he had me ride with him so I could drive his truck back because he had just had a bunch of hail damage get on his Fleetwood Cadillac. So he found another one, same year model. He loves them Fleetwoods. Yeah. So we went and met the guy. He was a young guy. He was about my age at the time, about 24. Yeah. And um, he had that white Fleetwood. And uh, we test drove it. Everything looked good. The car was nice. I mean, it, it was what he said it was. He said the tires were new. They weren't new. Right. There was a few little things. But, man, overall, for a 96 model in 2016, that was... In good condition. That was a good condition car. We Man. looked it over, checked the oil and all, everything you're supposed to do. Everything looked good. And Man, I, I don't remember exactly how much the guy was asking. It was around 3800 Yeah. Something like that. Right. And uh, Big Steve shot him my offer. It was like a $300 difference. Yeah. $300 difference, and you're talking about three, four grand. Right. That's three hundred dollars. Really, ain't nothing. Right. Talking about that, and, and that guy, being twenty four, I'm thinking he's gonna take this. Yeah. But no, he wasn't having it. <laughs> he had his mindset, and you'll encounter people like that yeah. where you're either gonna give me this, or you're not getting. They it. firmly believe that that's what that's worth, and that's what yeah. they think that if you don't get it, someone else is gonna buy it. Yeah, exactly. And they will. Yeah. It's the way it goes, man. There's a lot of people. Yeah, if you're willing to wait, right? Yeah. If you're willing to it's wait. It's all about if you need the money or not. Yeah. People that need the money are more... Willing to come down. Willing, yeah. So, he obviously didn't need the money. And I don't think he was really interested in selling the car. Right. I think he really liked the car. Yeah. It was a nice car if he liked Fleetwoods. Right. Yeah, we ended up turning around and coming all the way back over a $300 difference. Mm. I was mad at Big Steve. I was like, man... <laughs> and then he ended up getting a really good deal on getting the paint and body work done on the one that got beat up by the hill oh, okay. and got out a lot cheaper. So he was kind of happy he did that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he'll tell you to this day, I'm glad I didn't give that. <laughs> I watched him walk. That taught me something right there. That You got to be willing to walk away. You got to be willing to walk away. I mean, 
That's one thing. You're if talking. it's not, if it doesn't make sense for you, if you got your mindset on what you're going to spend, you can't get excited just because it looks good. Because the car did look good. Big Big Steve will tell you that. It did look good. It was everything. And your emotions can get the best of you. They right? can if you let them. Yeah. He don't let them. And I'm like, man, that started <laughs> teaching me that you got to walk away from some of this stuff. It's not the only one, right? Yep. Something like about. whenever I went to look at um, them engines up in Dallas, like, you didn't go with me. You were busy. Yeah, I wish I could have, yeah. So I went up there, and they told me it had a key in the car at the junkyard where we could start it up. Right. And I could hear it <clears> run. Well, I get there and there's no key. And the place was kind of sketchy already. I'm looking around and I'm like, now. Nah. And they didn't have a key and the car was really beat up. And I was like, man, no, it didn't make sense. And they didn't want to come any off the price. So I, I turned around and literally drove all the way home. Yeah. And called Big Steve on the way home and he said, well, you didn't lose nothing but gas. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking on the up. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't cost you nothing to go look at it. But yeah, gas. some gas. You took a little trip, man. Yeah. Like that time we went up to Dallas and came back empty-handed. We brought a trailer and everything up there to pick up a yep. car and came back empty-handed. That one didn't make sense at all. No. We've been in a big. I don't think we ever told that story. I don't. I don't think we did. Let's tell that story. So we go yeah. up there. This is the beginning, man. We go up there. AEF that looks a lot like the one we have. Same color. And Same everything. color and everything. We go to check it out. Um, it just ended up not being what DJ wanted. We didn't want to. We didn't want to deal with the rust. It, was, it had a lot of rust. It had a lot of rust. More than, you more know, more than normal. Yeah, one of my buddies said that that was typical for that body style, but we ended up finding a cleaner one for cheaper. Was yeah. it cheaper? Yeah. And no rust. So no rust. That's what I'm saying. Just very little. That's what I mean by cleaner. It's like no rust. You know, yeah. like I don't think there was any rust, but. But anyway, so it ended up not being it, and he was like, hey, I'm going to hit up somebody else, because it's in Dallas, like, there's there's Hondas yeah. everywhere in Dallas. And we go to look at this play, go to look at this car, and... It was an EG. It was an EG, actually. Shell with no engine. Shell with no engine. I mean, it had had some work done to it. It was all right. It had been painted before, I think. Had a shaved engine bay. Yeah, shaved engine bay. It had already had a K-swap in it, if you remember. Right, right. so it was set up for a K. Yeah. It was set up for K. It had uh, two little ports, uh, positive and negative, for the battery because the battery was relocated. Yeah. Um, all the harnesses and stuff were tucked. Like it was, it would have made our life a lot easier. Yeah. Um, but it was just a weird ordeal, man. Like it, we were in a sketchy neighborhood. Sketchy neighborhood. Sketchy person. We didn't know. We almost got bit by a dog. It was there's a, chickens in the back. There's chickens in the back, <laughs> and this is downtown Dallas. Yeah. Fort Worth, right? Fort Worth. Yeah, Down, Fort yeah. Worth, yeah. Downtown Fort Worth, you hear chickens everywhere. We're behind a locked gate. We're behind Remember it. the gate shut behind Yeah, shut us. behind us. In a sketchy neighborhood. And the, and the owner of the place said, that dog tries to bite me. So like, And I'm did. thinking if he comes at me, I'm going to shoot him. Then I might have to yeah. stop the owner from trying to fight yeah. me for shooting his dog. Right, yeah, both DJ and I, you know, we lawfully carry him. And I mean, I won't hesitate, bro. The dog no. comes running to me, and I kind of felt like we were cornered back there. In that, it was just well, a weird we weren't feeling. even. T- what's funny is we weren't even talking about, but both of us, both of us were thinking the same thing, right? Like I was yeah. like, I was thinking scenario. I was like, I got DJ. Like if this goes south, yeah, we got this. Like no worries. Yeah, we had plenty of firepower on us. Yeah, 
But, uh, I mean, you, you just have to think about those things when you're yeah. in a situation. I mean, you don't want to be that way. That's but. another thing you can do when you're negotiating is check out the people you're negotiating with. Right. Kind of check their Facebook it. out or whatever if you're on Marketplace, which I think 90% of people right. do nowadays. Right. Because believe it or not, there's still scammers out there, right? There's still yeah. people that are going to get you. Um, but anyway, so we were out there, look at it. It looked nice. We wanted it. Um, you know, hindsight, glad we didn't get it right because yeah. we wanted the EF, really. But um, it was real clean. It was would have been a yeah. car I drove. Um, but something was weird about it. The the VIN didn't line up. The VIN on the firewall was there. Pop, yeah, yeah, but the one in the, the one on the dash that all the Hondas have right there with the two pins yeah. wasn't there. It was gone. You could see the two holes where someone had popped yeah. the VIN number off. And you didn't know this till the other day, but dude, Hondas are easy to to, to hotwire and, and yeah and steal. Oh yeah. So um, back in the day when they first started doing the street racing with the NOS and stuff, they yeah. were one of the most stolen cars out there literally it's very easy I'm not going to say how to do it on here just because I don't want to yeah. be liable for any of that Yeah, it's real easy to, to hot wire them it ain't going to be uh, easy on mine uh uh yeah. put some security we're going to do some yeah we're going to do some cool things with that yeah it should be locked up all the time yeah, anyway should be locked um and when uh, when you're not driving on the weekends and stuff she's going to be at the shop yeah so, um tucked away tucked away um put the old cover on her yes put a cover on yeah, we got to do that. But so anyway, that ended up being a shady deal, so we got out of there. But that was just an interesting. And he wasn't situation. trying to come down on the price on that either. No, he wanted what he wanted. And didn't even have the title. Remember, there was a sketchy deal with the title. Title. And he was going to get. He all was making sudden, up all these stories, and then it was missing, or he left it in his brother's. Calling car. somebody for a bonded title, like no man, you said clean title on the ad. Yeah, clean title, and then you couldn't find it. When we you don't always there. get. Because on the ad, it didn't look like it was in a sketchy neighborhood. Right. So even if you check out their profile, it isn't always. Sometimes. Just be prepared for what right. you might run into. Right. Right. So let's uh let's go into a scenario then real quick, just to kind of get a rundown of what you're thinking. So, let's see. Let's just let's not even name the object per se. Let's just say. You're going to buy something, and the person wants a thousand dollars. Where do you start? So, all right, okay, we gotta give an object because you gotta know the value, right? Yeah. So let's somewhat. Let's let's uh, what? Let's see. What's the value of a K swap engine like? A TSX engine? Yeah. What do you think they're worth? They go for about eight hundred, nine hundred, about eight hundred. Okay. So, so naturally they're gonna offer, they're gonna have it posted for a grand. Or yeah. So, right, about a grand. Okay. So a TSX engine posted for a grand. Where do you start when you message them? What do you do? Me? What would you do? I, I make people mad, so I'm gonna start at four hundred. So you, you're gonna strap offering at four hundred, or you're gonna ask them what they're because just on? like you post when you're selling something higher. When you start bidding, when you're buying something, you start lower. Right. Because you may be willing to pay seven. You may right. even be willing to pay 800 if they want 1000 Right. But if you start at five, four is a little low. Right. I'm thinking maybe five. Five. If they want 1000 start at 500 Half of it. You still got that 300 to play with if you're going to willing to give eight. Right. 
So you can come up 300. But that's going to give him time to come down and meet you there at 8. Okay. So you offer him, you offer him 4. You offer him $400, and obviously you're going to ask him. He may questions. laugh at you if you offer 4, and then just get serious. Okay, I'll do okay. 600. Yeah. If you got your mind set at 8, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Okay, 600. You, you offer him 600, and he That'll kind of get him. All right, maybe he does. Okay, maybe, yeah, maybe he is interested. Yeah. And uh, I remember you say sometimes, you know, not to uh, <clears throat> not to low ball him too much because then you may make a mad. That's another thing, man, on offering online through Messenger. I don't really like doing that. What I always tell them if I'm going to make an offer online is if everything checks out. That's what I'll do. Okay. That means when I get there and look at it with my own eyes and make sure everything's right, like you say it is, because I'm just looking at pictures. Right. Then I'll give you this amount. Right, because I noticed that with you, like, sometimes you want to just go up there and look at it, and then we'll start negotiating. Yeah, right? because... In person. And another thing, they probably get, no telling, man, something like my pool table I had on there a while back. I'm just trying to get the thing off my porch. I'm not worried about the money. I was asking, like, $200 for it. I had it marked for, like, 5 I was going to take 200 Right. I mean, I had way less than that involved in it anyway. So I just want it off, and if I, I can get 200 that's fine. But I'm not taking less than 200 Man, I bet I got 100 messages about that pool table. Right. So, I mean, you got to keep that in mind. These people get messages all day, and ain't nobody talking about them. Right. They're wondering whether they're legitimate or not. They're just on Messenger messing with people, wasting time. Right. Oh. So, uh, basically, if there's a bunch of people like there's a bunch of people messaging you, so people don't take the messaging negotiation as seriously, right? Yeah. So sometimes it's good to go in person, but like so that's what I was gonna ask you too is like differentiating that like like for instance with the one with us we had to go all the way to Paris Texas so would you like I pretty much negotiated them hard right and like yeah. had my final dollar when I got there yeah but like. <laughs> Would you have done that, or would you not mind going up there and seeing the stuff and then negotiating? Like, I would like to have an idea that they're going to take around what I want before I travel somewhere far. Right. Like I said, I don't mind making offers, but I'm going to let them know for sure that like this offer only stands if it's what you say it is. Right. If it's exactly what your description says it is. Right. It's exactly what I want, and it's exactly what it says. What it you is. says it is. Yeah, because. Obviously, I'm gonna be interested in. Yeah. If it's what you say it is, and that's yeah. what I'm looking for. So. Yeah. If you post and say this car doesn't need any work and it needs yeah. work, it's like it needs well, a head gasket. Yeah. You said it runs good. Now we're gonna start negotiating. Yeah. <laughs> because, because this is we're talking about a different car. And now. another thing I've noticed on negotiating through Messenger or whatever is people may act firm on their price until you get there with cash. Right. Cash does a lot of talking. Right. It talks, I mean. It really does, right? Yeah. Cause they they, they already it. went through, like, on the first engine that I bought. Yeah. We got there, and I trusted the dude. He was, and I, I always look, and it may be wrong. People may think it's wrong, but I look at their vehicle they're driving. Yeah. Because that's going to tell me if you have money or not. If you got money, you're going to be driving something nice. Right. And he was in a nice truck, and um, I got there, and. We had the compression tester. We were going to compression test it there in the parking lot. It was kind of mist raining, so we're 
trying to hook a battery and we couldn't get the starter to engage for some reason so we couldn't do the compression test and it's it's raining at this point right <laughs> it's cloudy and he's done traveling like an hour because he lived somewhere in dallas somewhere in terrell yeah and i don't travel an hour and a half so the he's completely confident that this engine's good he's like man the only thing i know to do is do a leap down test we can do it here we were at like o'reilly's or something see if they got an air compressor and we could do it or my friend has a shop but it's an hour from here but we can ride over there and do it yeah so that tells me he's confident this engine's good he's the one that pulled it right and uh, i was like man i'm not driving another hour i'm gonna drove an hour and a half to get here yeah and i was like man without testing it because i already needed the transmission anyway yeah um without testing it will you take he was wanting like 1700 for the engine and transmission and uh, he had come down to 15 and I was like man I think it was like 1200 that yeah. I offered him I was like man I'll do 1200 just because we can't compression test it right even though you told me we can, I, I'm not driving another hour yeah so, I mean right now I'll give you 1200 and he kind of hesitated and no, I can't do it. I was like, all right, man. I was going to let it go back. I mean, I couldn't do it. Right. It's not worth the risk for me if it turns out bad for yeah. some reason. Not that I didn't trust the guy because he seemed like a trustworthy person. But for me, it's not worth the risk. Right. And um, I was like, all right, man. If you change your mind, just let me know. Because I, I still needed the transmission. Yeah. Anyway, we didn't know we were going to buy another engine. But right. I just shut the tailgate and I was getting ready to go. He said, man, give me 1200 <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out It's here. raining. Let's get out of here. I done drove. Let's get out of here. So we worked it out. I'm an idiot. I miscounted the money and gave him 20 extra. Oh, wow. He handed me the 20 back. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this engine's good. Yeah. It ended up being good. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, he come down on the price from 17 to 12 so. Wow. That's five hundred dollar difference. Yeah, yeah. And he was firm at fifteen before we got there. I'd done a little negotiating in the messages, but when I got there with cash and he knew I had cash, he come down more. Right. Another three hundred dollars. So. Wow. So yeah, I mean, you did you did some work there, man, and you kind of used that in your favor that you couldn't get a compression test. Yeah, you always gotta yeah. use whatever leverage you got. Right. Like, hey, I have a reason to doubt this engine, yeah. but I'm still willing to buy it. But you never want to act too interested in whatever it is you're buying. Right. Because if you show a lot of interest, that gives them leverage in the negotiating. Right. Because they know you want it at that right. point. Like they know you're interested in it, but like when you start showing you really want it, they're yeah, like, you okay. You're smiling when you're looking at it. They're obviously going to know. Yeah. I got him. Yeah. I <laughs> they're got winning. It. Yeah. You don't want to give them any leverage. Right. It's cool to be friendly with them and not try to rob them or anything, but I'm not giving you any leverage right. in negotiating. Right. Well, let me uh, let me give the quick story about uh, about uh, the the setup that we got. Um, so, like, you know, I've been leaning on you whenever I do negotiations to kind of get advice from you. And uh, I was scrolling through Facebook Marketplace and I saw a transmission and T case for the for the DSM. Yeah. And it had only been posted like three minutes, I think. So I jumped on it. I was like, yeah. okay, I was like, 
Well, there's no price. There was literally no price. They had that, a tea case, um, some engine parts, like an intake manifold, some stuff that they were selling. Like, it was just all DSM stuff. Yeah. And, um, and uh, so I text you real quick, and I go, hey. I was like, this is for sale. I think I remember saying that. It's like, I was like, see this, man? It's for sale. I was like, uh, what should I do? I was like, they'll have a price there. I was like, should I offer a number or what should I do? And you were like, you were like, offer or ask them what their bottom dollar is, right? So yeah. how often do you do that? Like, just if they don't offer, if they don't have a price, that's my first question. Is always what's your bottom dollar? Because okay. then whatever you tell me, I know you'll go lower. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, what is your bottom dollar? And they hit me back with like, this will be perfect for you to tell me what you think. They hit me back with a, what they uh, make me an offer. Which they do a lot, right? Yeah. They'll always sit you back with make me an offer. That's when you give them something ridiculous, and then they're like, all right, let's get serious. Yeah, and you were like, well, what's ridiculous for that? And I was like, we almost paid, what was it, 550 or 600 yeah. for that other setup. We had them down to 500 We had them down to 500 for a transmission tea case. Yeah. And I said, well, 300 sounds ridiculous. I was like, like you said, I was like, I'd hate to offer 300 if I didn't want it. Yeah, you so, got to be careful offering stuff because you may make a ridiculous offer and you may own it. Yeah, it, it may be yours. It may be yours. <laughs> so that's kind of like at the auction. You raise that number. Yeah. And don't nobody else bid. It's yours. Yeah. So you better be ready to pay. Up. You better be ready to pay. So I offered them three, three hundred, and they said yeah. They were like, yeah, I'll take that. And I messaged you immediately. I was like, bro, I was like, we got it. Yeah. I was like, we got for 300 You never know until you ask. I was like, this guy either doesn't know what he's got, or he's just not in the loop no more, doesn't care, he's just trying to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, but then he hit me up right after, and he's like, hey, man, he's like, I've got a bunch of DSM parts. I know you saw them on my post or whatever. If you'll take all of them, I'll, uh, you can take them all for 600 bucks. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you buy it all for 600 bucks. That's 100 more than what you were gonna give for just a transmission. Just transmission and TKs, yeah. yeah. So I was like I was like, all right man. Uh I was like I was like, I really don't need that stuff. Like I, I kinda yeah. did what you said where you're not interested. I was like, I really don't need that stuff. Because he's already told let you know he wants to get rid of this stuff. Yeah. Basically he wanted to get so yeah. like it already gave me the leverage. I was like, all right, this guy wants to get rid it's of this stuff. It's all about leverage. And he uh he had that AEM methanol kit that I wanted. Yeah. And I was like, all right, for 600 bucks, I was like, I was like, eh, I'm going to play hardball. So I was like, eh, I was like, I can't do it for that. And you were like, offer them low again. And yeah. I asked you, and you were like, offer them low again if you want the stuff. And I said, well, you were like, what's your max? And I was like, man, I think my max is 400 bucks. I was like, I don't want to spend more than that because I don't really need the, I don't need the stuff. Like, yeah. I need the transmission and TKs. So I hit him before, and he was like, he was like, he was like, no. He was like, he was like, the methanol kit's worth four hundred by itself. Yeah. And I was like, all right, bro. Well, I already got you for three hundred for the TKC transmission. So you can't go yeah. back on me now. I mean, you can, but I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna walk away. And uh, and uh, so he didn't like that. And he's like, he's like six hundred. And I was like, I won't do it for that. And he's like, what did he say? He was like, he was like. I offered him five for it all. I think, I think, how did that work? I told him I'd pay 500 for it all, I think. Yeah. Um, or no, 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 he came back, like, I, I let him steam. That's what it was. 
I let him steam overnight. I let him brew on it. What do you call it? Like I let him brew yeah. on it overnight. I, I let him think on it. Yeah. I let him think on it. And so I remember being in the gym at around 6.50 or so. And uh, he messaged me and goes, well, you do it all for 500. And I said, I said, I said, no, man, I'm still at 400. And he was like, I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't know where this broke down, but like it was that same, about that same time, he was like, he's like, I'll do 300 for the transmission and TKs and another 300 for the methanol kit. I think I showed interest in the methanol kit because cause I was yeah. like, I don't want the other stuff, but I'll take the methanol kit and the intake. I think he knew that and he was trying to bite on that. Yeah. And he did that. He's like, 300 for the methanol kit and the intake. You know, you can have it all for 600. Yeah. That wouldn't include the engine and stuff, the other stuff you had. And I was like, so I, I learned from you, and I was like, I acted like I wasn't interested. I was like, nah, man. I was like, I'll just take the transmission and TKs for 300 Yeah. But cool. you already know in the back of your mind that he's wanting to get rid of this stuff. Yes. Yeah, I already knew in the back of my mind. So I was like, what's the worst he could say? Okay. And then I've got a transmission and TKs for 300 bucks. But you wanted originally anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. So... So then I got to thinking on it. He got me. He got. I'll be honest. He got me. I got to thinking on it. That's what you don't want. Yeah. The get guy. Yeah. Which he kind of got me because I really wanted that methanol kit. He yeah. knew it. And I was like, I was like five hundred for the for the transmission yeah. T case and the methanol kit and the intake. I said five hundred. I I brought him down a hundred bucks. And he's like, no nah, man, I can't do it. And he's like, "What will you pay?" And I was like, "I was like, bro, I'm willing to pay 400 bucks." And he's like, "He's like, I'll give you everything but the methanol kit for 400 bucks." I was like, "Deal." Yeah. But okay, so like I missed the part. Before that though, he started playing hardball. He started playing hardball. Before that, he started playing hardball. Yeah. He started. He uh. What what happened? I offered him. What ended up happening? Oh, I offered that. I did offer him five, right? I offered him five, and he was like, I already got somebody that will do it for six, that'll pay for it for yeah, six. I and I told you about it, and I felt bad. I was like, man, I was like, this guy's about to sell it. About yeah. to sell everything. And you were like, just let it sit. You are like, just let it sit for a little bit. He's probably bluffing. Either yeah. that person is not going to show up, or that person is not real. That's yeah. what you said. I remember you saying that. Don't always fall for their little bluff. Yeah. Cause like he was probably hoping to go. Oh, I'll pay six hundred. Some of them got their poker shades on. Yeah, he he probably what offer thinking yeah. I'll counter offer. Um, yeah. if I wasn't in my right mind, I didn't another have one they use is that I've got a lot of people interested. Well, if they are, why ain't it gone? Right. Yeah. <laughs> why ain't it gone? And I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, why do I care? Yeah. I'll just go find another one. So. Yeah. So like, if you don't show interest, you're good. Like if you show it's interest, it's all about in that, leverage, man. You got to keep the leverage and don't give yeah. up. So anyway, ended up finding out that that person wasn't real or whatever because he never even mentioned that person again. Yeah. And he's like, "I'll give it all to you for four hundred, but the methanol kit." And I was like, "I'll take it." Boom. I said, "Deeds, yeah. we're going. To, we're going Saturday to yeah. pick this stuff up." So we got. We're gonna have a YouTube video on that, but. I thought that was a cool little negotiating experience. Oh, yeah. I got a tr so I'll just go ahead and tell you. That was your first win right there. My first win, yeah, a big a win. win. Yeah. I got a transmission. Uh, I'm just gonna give you the value of each, like we're doing a storage wars or something. Yeah. A transmission which will go for three hundred fifty to four hundred. Um, so you got your money right there. I got my money right there. T case goes for a hundred to hundred and fifty. I've never seen it go below a hundred unless you're just really haggling yeah. somebody. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it does, but like they're always asking. You can get a hundred for it. Yeah. Hundred bucks. 
We got two valve covers. You you already know how hard those are to find. Yeah. And yeah, you had to dig just to find the one you had before them. Mm-hmm. And the guy that I wanted to buy from didn't want to come off of eighty, remember? Yeah. And so I just ended up ordering from from Performance Part out for sixty bucks, which is a good deal. They do a good deal on that. Yeah. But so two of those, so you're looking at just minimum one hundred twenty bucks there for yeah. two. Um, intake manifold, those go for forty. Um, injectors, a set of injectors, they I don't know, probably fifty bucks for the injectors. It's just stock four fifty cc injectors. Um, another one G cylinder head, which he thought was a, he thought it was a a two G cylinder head. Yeah, yeah. But it was a one G. So we got a good deal on that. That head goes for what? Two hundred bucks? Yeah. Two hundred bucks? Two fifty? Um, it had some bent valves, so keep that in mind. And then a four G sixty three block with uh, good rods and pistons yeah. and a crankshaft. Nothing wrong with them. No spun bearing, no nothing. Yep. It's just he took it apart because it bent the valves and he was going to rebuild everything, and it yep. never did. Said the timing belt broke on right, it. Right, timing belt broke on it. He bent the valves. Um, a starter injector coil. I mean, uh, what am I saying? Injector coil. Ignition coil pack, um, yep. and a tensioner, and a couple other things. Yeah. And for for a lot of stuff for the money. Four hundred bucks. So long story short, guys, that's the reason why the town is going to be built sooner sooner than than it's yep. supposed to. Because I've got an idea. What I'm going to do is I'm going to. Uh, we you know we've already talked about it. I'm going to put that engine back together. But I'm going to show you guys the process. I'm going. It's a, it's the Frankenstein engine. I'm calling it. I'm not doing anything crazy with it. We're going back with the factory rods and pistons, factory crankshaft. We're just going to make it work. All the, We're going to make all your parts work. All my parts work, and we're going to put it in the car while I'm building the other the other powerhouse engine, which is the, the stroke engine that I've been talking about with the big hole set at uh, turbo and everything else. Yeah. But, but for this build, we're going to use, I'm going to show you all how to hone the engine. Uh, we're not going to, we're not going to take it to a machine shop because I'm not yeah. planning on running it forever. Yeah. We're gonna hone it. We're gonna put fresh valves in the head. Uh, put the factory cam, factory springs, everything else back in it. Um, I'm gonna find a cheap turbo. We may run an eBay turbo just to see how eBay turbos do, um, because I don't care. Yet again, I don't care. I have I have a good turbo. So um, all of that, we're gonna run it for a while, and we're gonna mob down the street because uh, I can't wow. I can't I can't have DJ running around in the Civic while I ain't got nothing to drive, man. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have it going. So no, for a little or nothing. Yeah, like you're probably saying, Stevie, have patience. I have patience, but why not? I've got this. Extra why would engine. you want the parts to have your car running, laying around the shop while you're building the engine when you could be enjoying it while you're building? Seriously, I can be driving it for now and be doing things. Yeah. So. And if you blow it up, who cares? Yeah. I mean. And if I don't, I pull that one out, build this one. You got a running engine. You could sell or do whatever you want. I could sell or I could just beef it up, build it right, have a backup or put it in another. Either way, it goes you're winning. Yes. You don't have $400 in everything you need to make it. Literally. So I'm going to get it running. I don't care. I'm I'm going to run it like that. So, But that's the plan with that. And uh, one more announcement. Um, I'm trying to get it organized. It's my first first ever ever like giveaway slash whatever I think you haven't heard about it you're about to hear about it no um, I've got a plan man it's, it, it's stuck in my head um, did you see my post about um, tools where you know I spent around five grand a year in yeah, tools yeah um, you know that can be a little high for some people it can be back and forth but I don't want to give everybody the impression that you have to go out and do that like yeah. I do explain that you should buy quality tools 
But if you're starting out, I understand. Like, I completely understand. You can get those yeah. tools later, man. You can get, like, money's money, bro. You can get money when you're working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can save up for it. So, I'm just thinking about myself as a kid when I was starting out, man. Or not a kid. Well, I mean, 19, 20, you know, trying to get yeah. in a shop. I was like, I'm going to show these guys how to, how to buy tools on a budget. So, I'm going to come up with a number. You could probably help me. I'm, I want to figure out the number, but I'm thinking two, three hundred bucks. I, I, I was trying to ask around what would be a number that like you can scrounge together easily for your career that's real important to you, but you don't have a whole lot of money that you can scrounge up and maybe borrow a hundred bucks here and there from somebody. How much total would you have? You know, like what, two, three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks to get started? What do you think? Something like that? Yeah, probably. Okay, so so two, three hundred bucks. I haven't decided the number yet. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take that two, three hundred dollar bills and I'm gonna go into Harbor Freight and I'm gonna buy what you need. I'm gonna buy yeah. what you should need. I'm gonna buy an impact, which is gonna take up some of the money, but hand tools, this and that, like the bare minimum, but stuff that'll get you going. Yeah. Um obviously toolbox will be separate. I think we should I think we should video us going to garage sales and stuff and like Haggling people like that's a good word. Or, and hagg haggle is probably a derogatory word. So like negotiating with yeah. people um, to kind of show people in action what we can do. But like yeah. you can get tools, man. Even at pawn shops, man. People win at garage sales all the time. You win. Like you're gonna. It's it's pretty much a guarantee. You're gonna. Because ninety percent of garage sales are people wanting stuff out of their house. Right. They're wanting it out. They will take like they're I, cleaning their shop or something. They want the stuff. Done. Yeah, I've seen people take pennies for things, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're gonna find Literally tools that pennies. way. So like, if you're a true hustler, man, you can go find tools at garage sales. Oh yeah. But anyway, two three hundred bucks. The man. best are the estate sales when they're cleaning out garages and shops yep. and stuff. I've been to quite a few estate sales, and them are you can find quality stuff. Right. right. That's people's like life. Yeah. Life savings. Everything in their house, yeah. and shop, and yeah. And so if they got a shop, you know they got some tools. Yeah. So, and you can get sweet deals on that because they don't know what it's worth, you know, and, yeah. and uh, like buy a toolbox for what it's worth, but it's full of tools, man, that's a yeah. deal right there. So, it's but, all about who you're dealing with. Yeah. So anyway, the, the whole deal is going to be two or three hundred bucks, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with the number exactly. We're going to do a whole deal of me going in there, choosing the tools that you need, whatever. And then I'm going to spend a week using those tools. Yeah. At my job. You might get frustrated. I might get frustrated, <laughs> but you're going to see it. If I get yeah. frustrated, you're going to see it. And uh, use them for a week. And if you have another idea of how I should test them, let me know. But we're going to use them. And then what I'm going to do is at the end, we're going to do a giveaway. We're going to give all those tools away. Yeah. We're going to give those tools away with a seamless t-shirt. So you'll get all the tools. You'll get a seamless t-shirt in your size. Um, and the way it's going to work, um, I'm just telling you how it's going to work. I haven't announced it yet. It's not legit just yet. But when we do it, what you'll do is you'll is you'll tag somebody in it. Maybe maybe I do tag one or tag three. I'm not sure I yet. I would do three. Tag three people and like each one of our social media pages, and that's an entry each time. And you enter into enter into the drawing to get the get the tools. Yeah, that'd be cool. So you're getting like three hundred dollars worth of tools. Yeah, just for sharing something. Yeah, or exactly. liking something, yeah. tagging some folks. Exactly. I won that shirt like that on a giveaway. Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah. So, I mean, don't think that you ain't the one that's going to win. I thought that, too. They got over 200,000 subscribers, and I still won. So right. That's pretty cool. Right. 
Maybe we'll come up with some other things we can give away while while doing that. Like maybe we'll give away just a shirt, something yeah. else too. You know what I mean? To give like not, that way there's not just one winner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you could do first and second or however you want to do it. Yeah, straight up. So, but that's the plan, man. Um, is there any other tips, man? I'm trying to think. Secrets out. I know. So, but let's just hopefully we don't try to negotiate with anyone listening to this. Seriously, man, because they're gonna they're gonna be hard on us. Yeah, because all we're doing is using our poker face too. That's it. It's all about bluffing. It's all about bluffing. So I want it, but you ain't gonna know I want it. Exactly. You're gonna think I'm not interested. So, to recap, all if you're selling, always always go higher than what it's worth or what you're wanting for. And if you're if you're buying, always lowball them first, or not lowball, but you know what I'm saying, go low, go yeah. go below what you're willing to spend to if, see. If you have time and you don't need it right then, because I've got impatient with buying guns and just paid full price for it. Right. But if you have time and you don't absolutely need it right then, I would never give what I thought something was worth if I didn't have to have it right then. Right. I just won't do it. The whole point is you're trying to make a get yeah. a deal. So so you need to decide if you need it right then and there, then, then so, there's no reason negotiating anyway. Yeah. You know why are we here? But yeah. if you're if you're trying, I to went into Academy and paid full price for a gun because this is a gun I wanted. Right, it was brand new, brand new, and I needed a gun yeah. right then to carry. Right. So I mean, on certain stuff, yeah, but it's something I don't have to have right away. Right. I'm not paying full price ever on anything. Especially if it's a private party. Like, you're going to try to talk them down. So, yeah. So that's what you do, man. And you don't pay more than you want to. Be willing to walk away, right? Yeah. Be willing to walk away. Man, I, I use everything as practice. Like, little items. You want $3? Will you take a dollar? <laughs> Just. You right. gotta practice, man. I'm still trying to get that in my head. I've done that. And they're like, "What's a dollar?" Yeah, I'll take a dollar off of it. What's yeah? That's a dollar I get to keep. Right. I get a drink at the store here, and man, that's gonna pay for it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so I think we should do that, bro. Like, stick to it. Like, like, uh, hold me to it. But let's let's do that this this summer when the COVID thing goes away. Yeah. We can uh we can go to some of these garage sales, video us a uh, you know and gun shows, man. We could video in the gun shows. Man. That's where you can find the legit deals because yeah. some people don't know have a clue what they're worth right and then some people know what they're worth and still pay outrageous prices right there's just a lot of different people in yeah. different places and man I'm hoping they don't cancel the one in Dallas next weekend because if they don't I'm definitely going you and I are both going today. yeah let's go let's go man because they're going to have over 1200 tables set up and man I'm just taking me a thing of cash <laughs> and I'm going to try and flip and make some money. So yes. I already got a few guns at the house I'm going to take. Okay. Try and make some money off of. Right on. If not, I'll bring them home with me. I don't need them. Right so. on. I think I'm going to take one of my shotguns with me. I want to try to get a home defense shotgun. Yeah. Maybe I can trade or do something. You can get shotguns a dime a dozen nowadays. But Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can get some footage of some negotiating at the gun show. Yes. Man, I made a lot of money at the gun shows. I mean, literally, you buy it and then resell it the same day. Yeah. People will buy it off your back. <laughs> yeah, you carry it around and people ask you, what do you want for it? Yeah. 
Well, if you want it, this is what I'll take. Right. Man, I mean, fished all kind of deals. I've got a lot of good deals on guns. That translates to everything. That translates to, that translates to asking for a raise or something, or yeah. like, or haggling your 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 base wage whenever you're getting hired somewhere, right? Like, yeah. You can translate into that. So. I wouldn't get too crazy on messing with the boss man about money. About, <laughs> talking about making a living. But, right, but you know what I'm saying? If, like, if, if you got good leverage, I mean. But you know what I'm saying? Like if, like if you were getting hired somewhere, because you know people, when they hire you, like there's a range that they're willing to pay. Yeah. But they're going to try to get you they're out They're going to try and get you for what the least they can. Right. Even if they like you, they're yeah. still not. Because at the end of the day, it's about making money. Nobody's in the business to lose money. Yeah. And as much money as they can save, that's what they're going to do. Right. They're going to do any little cutting, anything they can do to save that money. So. Yeah. But, all right, man. Well, I appreciate your advice. And I ain't no expert. I'm going to be listening to this over and over myself. I got an old expert friend of mine that teaches me. So. I know, man. I just try to learn from older people that have been doing it, man. That's the best way. Yeah. Even at gun shows where you're going there and you've got the mindset mindset of, I'm going to flip stuff, there's still knowledgeable people there that you can learn stuff from. Yeah. So I'm just trying to listen to a bunch of people. Yeah. I talked about that in one of my previous podcasts, like when it comes to being a mechanic or a technician, like be willing to listen to the old heads that are in the Ex- shop, man. That goes for anything. Experience, man. Like truck driving. You can literally, when I got my CDL, you can literally go to a truck stop and just sit in your truck and watch other truck drivers and learn. Yeah. The way they open their doors. They make it so much easier than you wouldn't think. Like, well, you're just opening. But there's techniques to everything they do that makes everything easier right. than what a person who doesn't know anything. And they may not be able to tell you that because they've been doing yeah, it for so long. Exactly. But you sit and go, oh, that's how he does it. Yep. Exactly. Some people don't even, like, like, uh, like for instance, you were pulling out those cotter pins. Uh, taking off the uh, thing. Yeah. You, you didn't even think about using the dikes and just pulling leverage. Using the leverage, yeah. I wasn't even thinking to tell you that because yeah. it's just something that it's I something do. you do naturally. Yeah. Yeah. So, sometimes you just have to watch people. Yeah. So, and learn learn through that. I've learned more in truck driving. I've learned more by watching people than anyone's ever told me. Really? Yeah. Because... They try to explain it, but it doesn't make sense. It makes sense when I see it. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. Visual. Yeah. Like, instead of trying to understand how someone else is ex- explaining it, you actually yeah. get to see and you understand it re- like yeah. for what it really is. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, all right, man. Well, I guess we're going to wrap this one up. Yes, sir. We're going to wrap this one up. Just remember, at the end of the day, don't be afraid if, if it's not going your way during the deal, don't be afraid yeah. to say bye bye, rear view mirror. I'll, I'll see you in my rear view. Just walk away. Just walk if away. If it don't make sense, just walk away. If it doesn't make sense, walk away. Don't be afraid to walk away just because you negotiated. Yeah. And you get there and it's not what you want, walk away. You didn't lose nothing but time. You didn't lose nothing but time, and there'll be another one coming up. Don't rush it. Yeah. Patience. It'll be worth it. I had to bear with you a little bit. You thought that transmission was the last one on the earth. I know, that man. That first one we was... Yeah, I was tripping out, and now I'm glad I didn't buy it, right? It's like, because man, calm down. 
It's coming. I got that much more for that. Yeah. Like I, I got so much more. Sometimes you win when you wait too. Okay. And and that lady wouldn't come off of that transmission. If they want to be that way, let them keep it. Yeah. Let them keep it. They can have it. You can keep it. Cause look, you waited. Now look. Yeah. We're building one. Yeah. Now we're building one. So, so just have patience, and and get what you want. And like I said, have patience. It'll all come together. Walk away if it don't make sense. And walk away. Alright guys, we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Seamless Garage Podcast. We really do appreciate it. Uh, If you liked it, make sure you go to follow us on Spotify, Anchor, whatever platform that you are listening to. That way you can always get an update when we post a new podcast. Um, Also, I wanted to let you know we do have a YouTube channel, The Seamless Garage. Um, That's our YouTube channel. On Instagram, there is The Seamless Garage as well. And uh, obviously, this is the Seamless Garage podcast. Um, also, our individual social media platforms, uh, Derek Blackwell on Facebook. He refuses to do an Instagram or Twitter, so you can't catch him on there. But you can catch me on Facebook, Stevie Gilliland. And also, our Facebook page, the Seamless Garage. And we also have a group that you need to join. Um, that way, you'll get updates and you can kind of talk with the community. Everybody can talk amongst themselves uh, about the latest content. Uh, same thing on Instagram and Twitter. It's the real Stevie, um, and like I said, we have an Instagram for the Seamless Garage. So go check those out. And uh, thanks for thanks for listening in, and we'll see you on the next one.